welcome to the Pig and Whistle Tales from Azeroth. As always here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. Today we're going to be going over efficiency in WoW. This is basically how efficient you are at leveling, farming, dungeons, raiding, how you can be efficient, you know, just what's the pur- the purpose of it, everything like that. But obviously we will start off with the weekly news. So Oranamonos, Morgeth and Antros are your weekly world bosses. Antros and the Sepulchre of the First Ones being your fated raid for this week. So make sure you hop in there, get your anima, get your gear from these raids. Uh, make sure it's all you know up to date because there is some very good stuff from these raids and good fun to be had in the raid itself. The uh, bonus event for this week is Cataclysm Time Walking. Um, A lot of things uh, can be on sale at this time. So a lot of uh, mounts, uh, pets, uh, consumable... No, not consumables. I'm trying to think of... um, My mind is still in Wrath of the Lich King and I just did a raid. So it's uh, still in that sort of mindset. Um, A lot of like gear and stuff for like very brand new alts. But if not, you can do your one weekly or one time walking dungeon, get your 500 badges and save up for the next time walking, which is going to be Missa Pandaria. Uh, how often is time walking? Is it once a month? I'm pretty sure it's like once a month, something like that. But yeah, Cataclysm time walking uh, is your bonus event for this week. The Shadow Pan Showdown is your weekly brawl. So this is where... You are put into the Shadowpan Monastery uh, Arena, 6v6, and you have to kill the enemy's boss first. And to activate the boss, you have to stand in the middle of the arena, uh, in this circle that's lit up. And essentially, it makes the boss active, and you're trying to fight off the enemy team as well as the boss at the exact same time. So it can be really hectic. You've got to keep uh, slowly chipping away at the boss's health whilst dealing or damage, yeah, whilst dealing damage to the opposing team so that they don't kill you and start killing your boss, essentially. Spiteful, Necrotic, Fortified and Shrouded are your mythic affixes for this week. Spiteful, whenever you kill a mob, a new enemy will uh, appear from that NPC and this will slowly die over time, but they will fixate on random people. If they hit you, they do a lot of damage. Don't let them hit you. It's really not good for the healer and your group, especially if you die. You don't want to be that guy who dies to a spiteful mob. Just saying. Necrotic. Um, necrotic is a tank mechanic, but you need to be aware of this as a healer and a DPS as well. The DPS can help peel for your tank, so can the healer. The tank needs to learn to kite this or to use stuff like Vile from Kyrians or a immunity to get rid of this debuff but essentially it's a stacking debuff that allows you to or basically means that you receive less and less healing per stack so make sure that you get this off of yourself or make sure you're kiting you're aware of it because it is very tough for the healers to keep up once it hits a certain amount uh lay on hands is the ability that we're going to be looking over the history of this week lay on hands is a paladin ability that essentially it tops you up to full HP. There hasn't been many changes with it. Uh, the first one coming in patch 3.0. So four years after World of Warcraft has been released. The initial um, 
lay on hands was an hour long cooldown and it essentially drained every or every single bit of mana from the paladin. So whichever paladin used lay on hands, their mana was just completely tapped, completely gone. Uh, uh, it was kind of a drawback, but it was a sort of last ditch. Oh my God, I need this massive heal uh, to push yourself over the finish line if you needed it. So the first change came in 2008, patch 3.0. It does not drain all of the players' mana anymore, and it has been reduced to 20 minutes. This makes it more of a niche boss uh, cooldown, so you can utilize it in every every sort of three bosses you get lay on hands back. It's it's very simple. Uh, the next change that it had was a year later. This ability will place forbearance on the paladin if it is used on his or herself. It will not place forbearance on others, which is a massive change to be honest, because having for being able to lay on hand someone and then immediately blessing a protection themselves or blessing a protection them or hand of protection as it was a uh, called in Cataclysm or no wrath sorry uh, is very impactful. It's very potent and it can really be effective in sort of raid environments i'm pretty sure you can't lay on hands in pvp so i'm pretty sure that's not necessarily a thing that is a uh, game breaking but yeah in pve you can definitely have like two lives essentially with lay on hands and blessing of protection one after the other the next change came in 2010 in Cataclysm. It reduced the cool or cooldown reduced down from 20 minutes. No longer uses spell ranks, nor affected by lay on hand specific talents. Um, very simple. There were a couple lay on hand talents that essentially reduced the cooldown by a few minutes, and I think gave armor to that person that got healed. So what we did in classic when we raided was essentially we'd use it on a uh, tank in a specific fight. So Nax Ramos, you'd use it on Lower Theb or something. You would lay on hands and they'll get the armor uh, buff and then the Paladin would drink and after 30 seconds we would start the fight. So our tank would have more armor for about a minute and a half or whatever. So it kind of makes sense that it is just a massive heal uh, rather than, you know, a buff as well a miniature buff and it has multiple uses because it seems like it's kind of a waste for lay on hands to be that sort of buff spell rather than an actual like oh shit panic button kind of thing patch 4.0.3 was a month later lay on hands no longer grants mana to the target that's an insane thing because it gave mana and it also healed that's kind of crazy when you think about it, because you're basically just all rested up. You get mana, you get health, you're ready to go again. It's absolutely nuts. That kind of makes sense. And it got its final change in uh, the same patch, but just a few months later. It can no longer crit, now causes forbearance on any target that it is casted on, which makes sense, because it's a very powerful spell, very potent spell. You definitely want it to put forbearance on the target in open world pvp it's massive essentially so let's get into it efficiency in wow i would like to consider myself very efficient when it comes to world of warcraft and this comes in the form of leveling 
farming, even doing dungeons and raiding, I find that I am very efficient when it comes to it. You're either skipping packs in a raid or you are killing them very quickly. You're pulling multiple packs in order to uh, get through the dungeon quicker. You know, many different things. But I'm going to go over how to be efficient first. Now, there's many different ways. Hmm. Do I want to do this first? I'll do it in terms of what I'm going to explain it with. So, leveling. How do you be efficient in leveling? What I do, this is obviously going to be for myself. You can make up whatever you want in terms of if you don't, even if you don't want to be efficient, you don't have to be. But I find the game a lot more entertaining when I am efficient because it keeps my mind active in the way that I be efficient in the game, if that makes sense. So I plan my routes. I plan my leveling route, not to the extent that I know when I'm going to leave this exact like leveling camp. When I've done all of the quests, I'll be level 72 and halfway to 73, so I can go to here. This will get me to level 73. I, I don't care about that. I will make a plan when I log on to... I'll see what quests I have. Say I logged out with 10 quests available. Uh, I've picked up these 10 quests and I'm looking at my map. And my map is showing me that um, you have a circle. Think of the zone as a circle. You have a couple down south. Or let's, let's pinpoint you first. You're in the north. You have... A few down south, a few to the west, and a few to the east. Yeah, these are your quests. What's the most logical way to go about this? Obviously, you wouldn't go south and then east and west because you're just making a lot more travel for no reason. The logical way to do this is in a circle. So you go east, south, and west, and then finish up in the north when you hand in all your quests, you sell and stuff, or, you know, do it the opposite way around, west, south, east, etc. So planning is very important to me in terms of World of Warcraft because it allows you to constantly think, okay, I've got to go and do this next, and then when I've done this, I'll be back at base and I can sell then. Uh, how much bag space do I need until I've got uh, a vendor in front of me? I've got 15 bag spaces left, so... I've got two quests. I need to at least keep one bag slot open because this quest is to collect something, I don't know, like lumber or whatever. So, you know, it's all going on in my head and that's what keeps me entertained in the game. It keeps me, keeps my brain ticking over essentially. Whereas if I was just to pick up all of the quests, what would annoy me is, like I said, picking up all the quests and then just going. Just going and not having a plan. You need like a plan. When you get in a car and you go to drive somewhere, you know the place that you want to drive to, but you have no idea on the route. You just start going. That terrifies me because it's like, okay, do I turn left or right here? I can't remember. I haven't planned this through. Like you're subconsciously making the decisions in your head but without even realizing it it's like okay i know my route i know which way that i'm going to take before you've even gone so as you're driving you know that you're already going to go left here you subconsciously know that and in like wow it's the exact same if you plan out a route you subconsciously know okay so i've got to go southwest in order to get to the net 
towards the next quest and I'm nearly done with this one. So if I start heading that direction, by the time that I reach this quest, I will just about be finished with this one. You know, that kind of thing. It's I don't get how people can just grab the quests and then go. Go out exploring without any sort of plan, without any sort of idea on what they want to do, what quests they want to do first, who they want to, you know, or even like the questing zone that they're in. So in Wrath of the Lich King, you have two questing zones. You have Howling Fjord and Boring Tundra are the first zones that you can level in. Now, imagine you start off in Boring Tundra. You pick up all the quests at Valiant's Keep, and then you just say, okay, but now I'm going to go get the quests in Howling Fjord because I, I feel like it. That doesn't sit right with me. I would have to complete the ones that I picked up in Boring Tundra and then go to Howling Fjord because it's sort of like a stop-off point. It's like at the end of a sentence, you put a full stop and then you can go into another sentence, that kind of thing. So it's the planning has to be perfect for you to level efficient, efficiently in WoW. There's a whole... um, I forget what it's called. I think it's called Rested XP. But there's a whole like guide that is based around just levelling. It literally says it on your screen, where to go, what quest to do, when to stop. This will get you to this level. Like, it's absolutely mind-numbing how in detail it is and how easy you can just follow this and it will get you to level 80. It's a planned route already for you. Now, I'm pretty sure that you have to pay for this one, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of mad that you have to pay for that. So I obviously just go with my own route. I've played WoW long enough to know that I, or to know all of the quests, to know where to pick stuff up. Obviously, some people don't have that luxury of knowing where quests are. Questy's very good for that. But the planning is what I enjoy about WoW, to be honest. And this goes for the same with um, playing with others. If you're playing with a friend and you're leveling together, essentially you can divvy up the workload. So there's four a quest that I can think of is you need to kill 10 of these things and 10 of these things and you're in a camp. Just a camp that's very close proximity. You both gather a massive group of uh, NPCs or mobs and essentially you AOE them down and you're doing twice the amount of work in half the amount of time Although there is obviously the trade-off of you get less XP for the mob kills, but this will make up for it in the XP you get from questing because you do quests quicker, etc. Potentially, by the way. It depends how efficient uh, you two are as a sort of duo. But yeah, there is a lot of planning that goes into levelling. And honestly, you can be efficient in other ways without even planning. So just efficiency in consumables. Obviously, an increase in damage means you're killing things faster, means that you're getting loot faster, which means that you're vendoring stuff, which means you're getting richer, you're killing stuff faster again, which meant that like you got XP faster, you might kill an extra 100 mobs in an hour just because of a couple consumables, which means like that's an extra 100,000 XP, whatever it is. Like it all adds up. You don't realize it, but it all adds up and you're yeah, it's absolutely insane how I how some people can go through the game very relaxed and sort of uh, yeah I'll go over here very lack no not lackluster what's the 
I don't know the way to describe it, but very much just chilled. <laughs> it's very chilled. Now, obviously, I find that my method is very chill. I find it very therapeutic, you know, going uh, or planning my route and then go back, hand in 10 quests at the same time, see a massive chunk of XP, you know, that kind of thing. Some people, these are newer people, I'd say, do a quest, run back, do a quest, run back. Now, each to their own, but honestly, I, I did this when I was uh, first starting to play the game. Um, once I learned that I could do all of the quests at the same time and then return them all at the same time, I never looked back. It was, uh, yeah, I was gone. I was never going to do that again. And if people want to check out the scenery, you know, just enjoy the zone, the music or whatever. If people want to read the quests, then by all means. Like, I have no problem with it. I just don't see how people can do it because I'm very much, I need to level, I need to level quick. I've got this plan. This plan is the most like XP per hour, that kind of thing. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) So farming. Farming in WoW. What is farming? Farming is collecting herbs, minerals, um, any kind of drops from the open world. So currently right now you've got crystallized water, fire, earth, all of that. And then this turns into eternal earth, fire, water, air, whatever it is. These are very luxurious items and farming can be very good at this. So if you're looking to do herbing and mining, obviously it goes without saying you want to be uh, constantly looking out for or you want to be pathing while you're leveling through sort of mountainous ranges when you're a miner or very foresty areas if you are a herber such as Sholazar Basin or whatever. Now, farming in terms of mobs is completely different. There's a completely different way to be efficient here. And that is how many can you kill? How many can you realistically like kill without dying? That is how efficient you can be. The more efficient that you get, the more of the like drops that you get, or the more of the drops that you want, you will get essentially because you're killing an extra ten an hour instead of you know ten less. So that meant that you got ten more crystallized life, and that was an extra sixteen gold. You know, it all adds up. So essentially, you're looking at how fast you can kill stuff, and as you're you start off by killing one or two mobs. Very simple. Kill off one or two mobs. These mobs are, I'm going to give you an example, plants in winter grasp. The bottom left area, there is a nice green sort of a plain and there's loads of plant life and you can kill these plant life and they drop crystallized life, which is the green one. And essentially you need to realize what they do, how hard they hit, how much health they have. And then you can start to put together, okay, I can maybe pull five of these. Okay, that's good. I dealt with that relatively easy. Let's pull eight. Let's pull ten. Let's pull five packs. You know what? Screw it. Let's pull the entire, like, peninsula that they're on. You know, that kind of thing. It's You slowly get more and more efficient without even realising it against these mobs in terms of, okay, I've got 50% mana. Uh, I only need like 35% in order to kill an entire pack of these wildlife. 
So you're drinking less as well, which means that you're spending less uh, silver and gold on drinks. It it all adds up and it all becomes very streamlined in a way because your brain will automatically do the calculations for you even though you're subconsciously not thinking about it. It's like, oh, okay, I may as well pull this one then. I may as well pull that, pull that. And you'll get to a point where you're just... Let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. So efficient at it that you don't even realize how you got there essentially. So a good example of this was in back in classic I was on a mage and I leveled a mage and I heard about this diamond uh, farm essentially you jump down from where you enter the dungeon in diamond you aoe loads of like little lashes little plants and then you get to a couple bosses you kill the bosses and then you head down to the last boss and essentially you get him to look to 50% and then you reset the boss so that you can go and mine these rich thorium veins. Now, when I first started doing this, it took me about an hour, hour and a half, two hours, because I had no idea how the bosses worked, um, how sort of comfortable I was killing a boss by myself because one of the bosses had a knockback and if you get knocked into a pack, that's obviously not going to be good for you. Or if you get knocked in a different direction it might mess up the pathing of the mob the second boss had a sacrifice where if uh, i got sacrificed essentially uh, that was it that was yeah ggs um he would heal for the amount of damage that i took and i would be dying with very little amount of healing as a mage so yeah obviously you get more and more comfortable with this and Throughout the runs, like I can't, I can't remember how I do it, but I bet if I was to go into the instance and try it again on the exact same mage with the exact same gear, you know, in classic, I think I would, without a doubt, be able to do it first time within 10, 15 minutes because my brain would just be like, oh, you're in Diamond. This is what you do for these bosses. It would just click. And it, that's insane how efficient you can get at these things because that was my go-to sort of farm for classic. I would go also to Tears Hand uh, in the bottom right of the Eastern Plaguelands and go and farm the uh, the elites down there, the Scarlet Monastery elites, uh, be- mainly because there was some rich thorium veins that could spawn there as well. And it was just mindless, like killing while watching something on YouTube or something. Like, I didn't even need to be efficient at that, but I could be. I feel like I easily could be. So there were three different 
types of mobs in this area. There was a cleric, there was a mage, and there was a warrior. Essentially, if I wanted to, I could gather up all the warrior ones and AoE them down. I don't think I would have any problem AoEing them down. It would just take a bit of time uh, to figure out how to do it, you know, in sort of what rotation, because I was fire at the time. So I might needed to Nova them and then into a blast wave at the end of the Nova and then Kona Cold or whatever. I, I would have been able to figure it out, but it would have taken time. And once again, you get more and more efficient at it. And this is because it, you plan it out, essentially. You plan how to kill them. The clerics and the mages obviously weren't going to be AoEable, mainly purely or purely on the basis that they casted. So I would just get destroyed. If I pulled like five of them, they did hit really hard. The melees obviously have to be in melee range, and if they never make melee range, well, you good. They're not going to damage you. So essentially, subconsciously, in WoW, you are efficient, and you do stuff efficiently without even realising it. And I bet if you were to look at your gameplay, when you go on to WoW, and you think about the stuff that you do in dungeons, in whatever, in leveling in farming in raiding you will think oh my god i'm actually quite efficient at this like from where you started in the game where you didn't know what a quest was you didn't know where to go and quest you didn't know that you like everyone let's take everyone's very first quest for example if you start off in uh shadow glen as a night elf let's take this for example first quest go and kill seven boar no four boars seven night sabers very simple, right? It's a very simple quest. Go kill stuff. How long did that first quest take you to do? As a new player, brand new player, this is your first character ever. I bet that took you at least 10 minutes to figure it out. I bet you. Because what I did was I ran straight. And look behind me where quite a lot of the night sabers and stuff were. I went straight. I went straight past the stairs that were in the tree um, that led to like the priest trainer, the rogue trainer and stuff like that. I went straight past and I went straight past that as well. And I got to the other night sabers and the boars and I thought, oh, this is it. This is perfect. So I started killing them and I didn't get any progress because these weren't the night sabers or the boars that I needed these are the night sabers and boars that I needed for the quest after. So, you know, it's absolutely insane, but I know that quest now. I know as soon as I pick up that quest, I have my route already in my brain. I'm going to turn around, kill the first one that I see, and go left. Because when I've turned around, obviously, yeah, it's all the different directions. But left is the best way to go, because that's where a lot of them are, the night or the boars and the night sabers so efficiency is in wow is always going to be a thing and subconsciously you might not know it but you have become efficient in wow in your own way now again this can be applied to dungeons and raiding but it's not going to be anything that i haven't said already it's more leveling and farming that you uh really start to see the efficiency that you can get in wow I suppose dungeons, if you look at Mythic Plus, uh, they are the best at being efficient 
and you know race the world first in raiding they are very very good and very efficient at everything they're very efficient at doing mechanics so people are already in their like space to avoid a mechanic so they can do more damage so that they can push the boss into a next phase you know absolutely everything is so down to the like the T almost in the very high-end dungeons, raidings and stuff, that it is the most efficient that you can get in WoW. And even then, you can still probably push it a bit more because if you've got a raid team of 25, there might be one person who slacked a little bit. You might need that perfect run in order to do something. And that's what a lot of the like Race to World First raiding like scenes like come down to. Everything just needs to be perfect. That one run needs to be absolutely amazing but yeah i mean it's crazy to think how far that you've come from your very first quest in wow and how efficient that you've become just without even realizing it in the game but thank you all very much for listening once again do check out the patreon for some ad free content and make sure to check out the twitch and youtube also or some, uh, you know, streams, uh, some videos. Check it all out. Thank you all very much for listening. And go with Valor, friend. Goodbye, all.